Hey, welcome to another episode of Retro and Geek Show. We are back after a long break. Why were we on a break? Uh, we had to sort out a lot of personal stuff. And like move. everyone who throws around stuff like, you know, we had a lot of issues and all. We'll just say, yeah. Yeah, in, fa- in fact, we did have some issues. I ended up lost, losing some money and getting mm. it back and all that stuff. I think that might be for another episode or another video. Yeah, the main thing was like we moved houses so that uh, we can, you know, bring out good content for you. Just so that we'll get uh, space for podcasting. That's why we moved houses. Yeah, now we, are in, now we are in uh, Dublin, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Isn't that so, what the city is called? Yeah, so uh, the whole thing took us two months to process the visa, you know, change jobs and all that. We have, uh, you know, day jobs. So we moved to Dublin and uh, we have a new home. You know, the, the the kind of cottages which are like, you know, very homely kind of stuff. <laughs> with and a pub, we, pub next to our Yeah, house. with a pub next to it. So we can go like, I might... Uh, <laughs> Actually, <laughs> right now we are sipping, uh, you know what, I, th- I think this is too much of a dream. Yeah. Anyway, we did we did shift the house um, locally, but um, the reason is that we wanted a dedicated space for podcasting. So that, as he said, you know, getting, bring out the best content for our wonderful listeners. Yeah, even if we had like some other, uh, you know, needs for changing the house we are going to say that uh, it's just because we wanted a bigger space you know a yes. particular space dedicated for podcasting all right now that is out of the way um we have some news before we get into today's episode international podcasting day is coming on 30th of september since past two years we have been conducting podcasters meet up in bangalore as a part of Otopod collective which we have formed with musafa stories and passion people podcast this time we are getting together with hub hopper and organizing this event in Bangalore on 28th of September. If you are wondering what podcast is, if you are curious about it, if you want to learn what podcasting is, if you already have a show or if you're planning to start a show, please come and visit us. This would be an event. We'll have um, industry experts coming and talking. We'll have panel discussions and we will also have some meet and greet and some snacks as well. Yeah, I think uh, people are over that sp- uh, stage where they are they are like curious about podcasts and they don't know about podcasts so i think yeah, you know what, but you know what trust me i still meet people who have no idea what wow. podcast is okay yeah in india hmm. yeah true but yeah uh, so if you are free and you want to spend no. some time with you know all the creators who are behind your favorite shows you can just come meet us and uh, have a good time and learn a lot of stuff yeah, if, if you're not free as well, make some time, come. This is once in a, <laughs> you know, quarter kind of a thing. Come and meet us. We are just some uh, fun people. Come hang around. You know, let's just have fun. It's going to be really good. Yeah, we'll provide more details uh, with respect to the revenue. Uh, we'll provide more details with respect to the venue and all that kind of stuff on our Facebook, Instagram and all, all our social media. Social media. Uh, look out for those uh, or probably in the next episode we might give away these details as well but please do come uh, we would love to see you as a part of this meetups uh, we have been doing this since almost two years and we have seen uh, the the audience increasing every year and we are expecting this to be not different so l- see you all there come say hi to all your favorite podcasters and we'll have a good time so as we have been hyping it up on all our social media uh, we are going to do an episode which is related to the number 69. So, uh, it's actually about the year 
69 a lot of stuff happened during that year yeah but so before, gonna... bef- before we go into that i just want to um want the audience to think because obviously this is not a two way communication they cannot tell us what they feel right now when we say 69 what comes to your mind just just keep that thought for a minute should i go ahead with what i what comes to my mind no <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's of course the year 69 because brian adams he came up with the song summer of 69 that came out in 82 yeah but it's a song about 69 right yeah. the year 69 the year 69 is uh, one of the most happening years in the history of World, everything America yeah, and everything uh, everything right? see in the sphere of music you have the woodstock festival and uh, man uh, landed on moon when it comes to space then you have like conspiracy theory a uh, lot of stuff like that chapakwidik happened that year right also manson murders right yeah manson murders yeah sharon tate's murder yeah so a lot of conspiracy theory you know advancement when it comes to science and and zodiac killer not to forget him so i mean being adults we all know what 69 actually means right yeah so, so before we get into that we should put a disclaimer right here right now yeah so if you have kids listening to this episode i think this might be probably a good time to shut it down or get your headphones so you don't want them to be listening to what we are going to be discussing today there's going to be a lot of uh, explanations and little bit of explicit stuff uh, this ideally should be a part of education but i don't know how you feel about it yeah or else you'll have to go through what ryan reynolds went through uh, in the movie definitely maybe 69 is of course a sex position right so we are going to talk a little bit about orgasm and other interesting things related to that uh, topic what is more interesting interesting than that pizza oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah think about it as joey said i'll i'll put orgasm on pizza and have it oh god <laughs> Anyway, when it comes to science, right? Uh science has this interesting way of making interesting things very boring. So if yeah. you t- the moment you start explaining things to someone, it suddenly starts sounding very boring, right? So uh science talks about orgasm in terms of muscle contraction and expansion and all that kind of stuff, right? But the word orgasm actually comes from the Greek word orgasmos, which means excitement and swelling. Swelling. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I think we can uh, relate to the swelling part. You get shocked and <laughs> you get bruised. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um so in a clinical sense cr- strictly um uh, you know according to Wikipedia orgasm is dis- defined as muscular contractions during sexual activity and changes in heart and breath and breathing and all that kind of stuff. So basically the swelling I understand in case of men uh, what that swelling refers to because a lot of blood shoots through your uh, body to that particular position in uh, women it happens too but we don't know like as men we have no idea what what women <laughs> orgasm is right so yeah where does it go yeah, could so, you enlighten so me as, so as you mentioned right um, blood entering and exiting there was a study which was conducted in 1960 by masters and johnson um, they described orgasm as a cycle of uh, cycle that begins with excitement and blood rushing into organs you know what organs right and it reaches a plateau and then blood rushes back i think we are holding back a little bit uh, the organs are the are genitalia uh, the penis and the vagina respectively yeah let's be uh, let's be grown ups about yeah. this so uh, the organs uh, for men it's the penis 
um and for women it's vagina you know there are many other stuff as well which we'll you know discuss as we go through uh, so how does this even begin right um so when it comes to sexual activity right the sexual arousal happens when du- during the stimulation of these external genitalia like penis for a man or you know vagina and clitoris for the women what clitoris okay i think uh, men all across india went like what just like what i said <laughs> so um that's how the the beginnings of orgasm is so there has to be some kind of uh, physical touching happening stimulation, stimulation so happening so i think it just does not have to be the genitalia right the yeah. stimulation can happen you know any other part of the body it can happen because uh, it's not just touching uh, you know the 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 sensation of orgasm can start from um, excitement that happens through contact in various other areas as well right um and there are certain very interesting cases where uh, people get orgasm through very very weird situations as well so i ended up watching a ted talk by a lady called mary roach she is a writer uh, so in that she mentions three different kind of orgasms that are very bizarre one of the women that she mentioned she used to get orgasms when someone strokes her eyebrows wow okay uh, interesting case another woman and this is even more interesting she used to get orgasm when some she starts brushing her teeth wow and the interesting okay. thing is you would think that she would have this excellent set of white shiny teeth right but in fact after this was uh, diagnosed she completely stopped brushing and moved to mouthwash saying that this is kind of some kind of demon controlling my mind and stuff like that that's like she mixed religion with uh, orgasm yeah, yeah okay. religion with science and other stuff normally don't go well but right. think about it uh, like you cannot rub your uh, rub your eyes mm. and you'll get an orgasm yeah. wow and i don't know man like we might think oh yeah if you can you know just like that get an orgasm it, it would be good but i have also heard one case where a person they she'd get orgasm just like that it doesn't matter where they are you know mm. suddenly it might happen and they she used to get around like 50 orgasms per day 40 50 yeah so uh in that case like she couldn't even attend her mom's funeral it seems because oh my god yeah. that actually puts a very uh, that actually handicaps your life right i yeah. mean it's a, it's a difficult situation to be that is somewhat similar to the third case uh, where that lady can just think and get an orgasm that's still okay it's under her control it's unlike you know the case that you just mentioned oh, so if she imagines like use her imagination she can get an orgasm exactly that's she like just... some kind of creative processing man <laughs> creative like seriously <laughs> so before we dwell deeper into this deep rabbit hole or whatever hole it is um i just want to give a shout out to our friend nikesh for his excellent podcast the indian noir uh the new episodes are coming out the new yeah. series is coming out so uh, lal chudel is back and uh, i've listened to both the episodes which have been out by the time we have we are recording only two episodes are out and uh i find this one to be like a little bit different and i'm really enjoying it so on my way to work or like before sleeping this is what i like to listen to and uh, i'm pretty sure it's going to end up being you know one of the best seasons ever so yeah give it a listen we'll link uh his podcast in the show notes so yeah go ahead show some love absolutely nikesh is the man if you want to hear amazingly narrated stories yeah anyway moving on yeah so talking about sex 
we had a bit of you know introduction before we got into the shout out right so uh, but what i've learned from schools right mm-hmm. i haven't learned i think that's the way i should put it i haven't learned. i think that is uh, even i i i didn't have any particular education from school ideally we had an uh, we had a chapter in biology if i remember right it was called life processes 2 yeah which talked a lot about uh, sex and reproduction and all that kind of stuff and i remember teachers used to just casually skip over saying that you can either you can just read through or you know or whatever it is yeah uh, what did you mention the name was life processes 2 i think for us it was human reproduction it was just direct you know but still yeah we there is not there is a five year uh, gap between us people yeah. so unless it was very direct i don't know probably they thought you would not understand even what it is even though the head, uh, you know chapter name was so direct how we were taught was like uh, we were very excited of course we i knew you know uh, yeah uh, we were very excited to get to know what the process is from a teacher mm-hmm. and she just came in i'm not going to mention her na- name here right. <laughs> she just came in we were all, all excited the whole class just you know looking forward to getting to know what the process of sex is mm. and she's like you know the penis is here the vagina is here uh, the semen gets transferred and you have a baby right but later you know what this is somewhat similar to what i had experienced and i i ended up wondering um when you say transfer how, how exactly yeah, does is it is it like you take a bucket or like <laughs> test tube and you put so so is it like sperm comes and you know waits for a bus at a bus stop and takes a I don't know. Yeah, so see the confusing part is like I actually knew the process of how sex worked even before they taught us right. because we have friends and we have books and we have a lot mm. of stuff right. So uh those who did not know about it I have no idea how they took it mm. because uh they would be like so much more confused right and I'm pretty sure uh they were going through the same process where their bodily functions were changing and right. they were having nocturnal emissions hmm. so i think the way they would have thought is similar pretty i think it might be pretty similar to what i thought so i used to think when i was a kid i used to think that um women gave birth to babies i mean there's a time when they become pregnant right so uh parents had to get her married before she becomes pregnant <laughs> right <laughs> So once you get married you know it's a natural process it will happen anyway right that's that's what i thought same here same here and uh, uh, and the media they actually didn't give us a chance right yeah in movies it's all about two flowers uh, or a, together yeah or a kettle <laughs> you know letting out some steam or something like that uh, yeah and some of the series had like something like you know uh jism ka book no actually oh, what God. is that <laughs> so this reminds me uh I, I, you might remember this there was a serial uh in doordarshan called mai delhi hu yeah raj babbar yeah raj babbar and it was all about the uh, history of india and you know delhi and what not so the, it starts from um ancient india story of mahabharata and all that but much before that there is a story of the king called riyayati hmm. I I won't go into the specifics of the story. So Yayati has two wives. Um one is Devyani and other is Sharmishta. Sharmishta is if I remember right Sharmishta is the daughter of Shukracharya. Okay. And you know Shukracharya is like very uh, you know always gets pissed off and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff right. So before he meets Sharmishta he'll uh, he'll go to the forest to hunt um and what happens is he ends up getting wounded and Sharmishta finds him in the forest. 
he uh, she brings her back home um i think the doctor or someone comes and says oh he is seriously injured uh, you need to take care yeah vaidya take care of him um you know feed him properly and make sure that he's not cold and all that he starts shivering a lot um, like he has fever I or something i can see where this is going and, <laughs> and the doctor says you have to cover him at night so that he doesn't get chills and if it becomes too much then he'll need a human warmth Okay. Okay. So what? So the scene is like then night uh, at night he's like uncontrollably shivering and uh, the blanket uh, he's completely covered with blanket but that's not helping. And sl- she'll slowly slip inside the blanket and you know uh, the scene just blacks out. Next mo- <laughs> next scene is he's all fine and she's pregnant. So, so the sex happens <laughs> off camera. Of course. Okay. <laughs> you, do, you, do you think in Doordarshan Daily? Do you, do you yeah. think do you think do you think in Doordarshan they're gonna show uh, that <laughs> no, scene? No, no, right. At least two flowers, man. Come on. No, so that happened, and then she becomes pregnant. So I was like, so this guy who is wounded and weak, hmm. basically they're showing that when he wanted warmth, they had sex. Yeah, he's he's a king, right? So basically, media has given us a very, you know, bad depiction of how it works. And now, whenever I see two flowers together, I'll be like, "Oh, something's gonna happen." Or it can be a bee and a flower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, what we had in mind and what we learned through media. Right now, let's look at what actually happens. So when, um, for a man, when it when when he gets aroused sexually, right? penis starts filling up with blood and you know it becomes erect uh, because it has to go inside vagina and that is one of the things which uh, i didn't learn from school i learned from few of the books so again interesting story uh, we had this world book encyclopedia which is the basis and foundation of all our uh, you know current knowledge and stuff right so in that it says that when a man and woman lie next to each other and then man's penis is placed next to woman's vagina I was like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that what really happens. Few years down the line, I read in another book that it's actually inserted into the vagina. Then, I don't think I slept that night. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, uh, I had similar experience. I learned about you know the basic process of sex through the World Book of Encyclopedia, and uh, but I didn't understand back then. You know, it was like harmless, right? You place it next to the vagina, then nothing. Then. Uh, i happened to you know hear it from my friends and all that's how how i got to know the actual process but even that didn't you know get me uh, as uh, i don't know uh, messed up in my head as uh, it was for you but uh, the incident happened the first time i watched something which is like remotely similar to this so uh, interesting story we were in delhi and uh, i wanted to play harry potter there was this game which released back then so i asked uh, one of our neighbors who used to like supply games that if uh, like he had this game so i wanted it from him and he said that you know what i think i have a cd in which it is there but i'm not sure if it's that game so i like okay uh, just give it to me i'll check it out if it's that i'll install it and i'll play but i remember like he smirking so hard when he gave it to me but i considered as harmless i went home i put on the cd there was like couple of videos i opened it and uh, it gave me the shock of my life and that's what you know that's when i realized what actually happens and then i didn't sleep that that night i had to watch two three movies including lakshya and some other 
Malayalam movie so that I can comedy oh. movie so that I can you know get through the night. When you said two three movies, I thought you continued watching. Oh no 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 regular <laughs> movies. <laughs> okay, so I think we have diverged a lot as we always do. Uh, so getting back, uh, so penis becomes enlarged and erect, and this builds up a feeling of euphoria and actually it. Ultimately, it culminates in ejac- ejaculation, which is uh, the elimination of semen from the body. Uh, so, during this process, sperm is transported from uh, to the uh, vas deferens, which uh, is inside, which uh, from the testicles inside into the prostate gland. That is like a you know passageway. So, sperm is created in, inside the testicles. So, it passes through vas deferens into the prostate gland, where um, it is mixed with seminal vesicles to form the semen. So, semen is like a liquid medium through which um, sperm is transformed, uh, transferred from one place to the other. And this is bec- and one of the reasons is because vagina is actually a very hostile environment for semen. It's not, it doesn't, hostile environment for uh, sperms. Yeah, so, yeah. it doesn't actually help in the growth or even in for, for the sperms to live, it is a very difficult environment. So, this uh, fluid kind of protects it. And nourishes it. Yeah. And one more thing, like, uh, to add on to it, the reason why the testicle is, like, you know, hanging under our uh, penis is because it needs a much uh, colder temperature to survive. Mm-hmm. So, human body's temperature, if it was, like, connected inside human body, none of the st- sperms would be uh, would uh, be able to survive. It'd be, like, inhospitable environment. Right. So, that's why we have two balls hanging. And that is why they say don't put your laptop on your lap. Yeah. Because when it heats up, it actually kills the sperm. And there is one more, re- another thing. Uh, our balls don't hang at the same height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never checked it though. Well, it, uh, kind of true. Because uh, that is because when we walk, right, our legs rub to rub. Uh, this thing is between our legs, right? And they should not rub against each other. It will be very painful. Yeah. Uh, we can actually I know see right that now you're dogs, just, right? I know right now you're just checking uh, your stuff. Uh, yeah, that's how it is. Please don't do it if you're traveling somewhere, please. <laughs> In public transport. And yeah, that's the reason why we have to like spread dense it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not because we want to. And, and uh, once the ejaculation happens right um a man goes to man and women as well when uh, once the orgasm happens they go through a refractory period which is the time period which is uh, required for them to have another orgasm okay and for men usually it, it can last anywhere from half an hour uh, for younger men even less than that and to up to many days for people who are old Okay. Many days. Yeah, it can be like two, three days as well. Oh my god! Uh, that is for men, and for women, it's not the case. Uh, they can have multiple something called multiple orgasms. You win, ladies. You win. Yes, <laughs> um, and um, one of the things is oxytocin is one of the chemicals that are produced in body during this. Um, that is called love. Uh, it's called as love-inducing chemical or something love like portion? that. Love <laughs> potion. No, and one other. Uh, t- Another time when this is produced in the body is during breastfeeding. That's why that I think that is the reason that a mother feels too much of love for okay. her kid or something like that. Yeah. So this is produced in both uh, yeah. male and female body. Okay. That's why we feel euphoric. One I mean, other, it's not just that. Yeah. One other, one other thing I've uh, read about is that you know when you're having sex, uh, once you have ejaculated, all the blood from there, you know, from across the body, then goes up to your head. 
like to your brain in men's case most of the times so that time you know when you have like lot of concentration of blood in your brain it'll just explode it'll be working mm. over time and it'll explode and that's why men feel uh, euphoric in a much more you know intensive way during ejaculation yeah they might feel that in more intense way but that doesn't last long for men yeah. whereas for women it lasts much longer for men it is somewhere around 10 to 15 seconds or something so sad right um in, in the case of women so this is what happens in the man's body you know uh, with respect to his organs and stuff in a case of women um the clitoris becomes erect and the vagina becomes moist so as to allow the penis to enter without any friction and stuff like that but yeah to make it easier make the process easier yeah. um and as they near orgasm the clitoris retracts in, inside and the outer third of the vagina becomes very tight and the overall vagina lengthens and dilates hmm. right this is again to uh, this is all these things if you look at it scientifically right it all is to aid the process of reproduction okay, okay? Oh. um during the orgasm uh, the muscles contract um near the uterus pelvic region vagina and vagina of a woman and um they have calculated the frequency at with this uh, which this contraction and expansion happens which is around 8 to 13 hertz okay so um there were some people who wondered whether if you induce that frequency will you get orgasm uh reverse process i mean i didn't go deep into that study but it should work Okay. There are things like you know uh, some toys and other yeah, aids okay. which which, uh, which is not available in India. Yeah. So <laughs> we are cut off from everything. Where all we got is Durex play. Yeah. <laughs> and um, during orgasm, many other changes as well happen as well. Uh, like nipples become erect for a woman and all that kind of stuff. So it has an effect everywhere in the body. So much it's all muscle contraction and expansion and stuff. So these are the uh, physical aspects of it. And in a woman's brain. during the arousal the part of the brain responsible for anxiety and behavioral control right that diminishes in activity that becomes uh, i- much more inactive uh, and emotions close down at the height of orgasm and produce a trance like state for women so they lose their inhibitions and they lose their anxiety and stuff so basically yeah it sex is good <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh you won't know right you have never done it no nah, i have never <laughs> cool yeah so uh during this talk i think uh, one point we haven't still talked about is uh, one of the mo- one of the most important thing when it comes to sex which most of the people does not give a shit about mm. i i think at least men it's uh, foreplay right and i think it may be and i'm not saying that porn is bad or not that might be a different discussion altogether i think it might be because the way they learn about sex is mostly through pornography and in pornography more um weight is given to a man's achievement of uh, you know yeah. sexual satisfaction right which in which doesn't involve much pleasure for the women it's more male dominated where the woman has yeah. to like so, so, so from a, from a, so as important as orga- attaining orgasm is it's also important to make sure that the foreplay happens because if foreplay is not happening it wouldn't give the organs enough time to prepare themselves for orgasm especially the vagina you know the dilation and uh, moistening of vagina and all those things need 
also fun part you never know how much how how longer a man can last so uh, this would actually aid you men exactly. listen to this if you spend uh, more time yeah. doing foreplay it feels like you're like lasting a lot and like 15 minutes of foreplay then yeah then you can go ahead with it exactly yeah, yeah so so uh, that is an important part and i i, I mean we have we all have friends right and we have open conversations Do with we? them <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, some of the female friends they uh, this is their opinion that you know um most one of the most important that things that they look forward to is a female if is is a foreplay by you know before uh, they yeah so we have done some extensive research we yeah. have talked anonymous, to some of our we have friends. spoken to yeah. some people uh, can't reveal any of their names we are we have done some survey and stuff like that so guys uh, next time you think things are not working out you guys might be the reason don't uh, you know think that whatever they show in porn is what women want <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's not just about haseen dard <laughs> if you didn't get that just go and watch this movie called prem again uh, fardeen khan's movie right first movie yeah yeah um yeah so that's pretty much what happens in the body during orgasm uh, i mean yeah this is something no one talks about so we just thought you know and i think this is something that we should, everyone should talk about because people need to know what it is uh, especially when kids are growing up right they go through a lot of changes in their uh, body and it's an emotional change and it's a psychological change as well because i remember when i i hit puberty right i mean many things were happening i was like okay uh, this is something new i yeah. mean what is this because you can never it has never happened to you right for example uh, night dreams yeah night dreams or wet dreams nocturnal dreams yeah, yeah it's both, both the same same right so uh, i remember my experience i was 11 or 12 so i didn't even know what puberty me meant right mm. so uh, one night i'm uh, sleeping and then suddenly i have a dream something i don't want to tell what that dream of is of course and then i wake up and uh, <laughs> you know what happened right i I had uh, there were like some fluid down yeah, there. Yeah, so uh, I mean, additional trauma is that you don't understand what. Yeah, this is. and I was ashamed of it. I was like, yeah. "What the heck just happened?" So, uh, if parents or teachers, I don't know, I'd mm. prefer parents and then teachers mm. talk to. Or it can be the other way yeah. as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think teachers would have uh, can have much more of an open conversation. Uh, yeah, can, that's you know? also true. So if uh, they they should like talk about talk about it to them so that they can you know figure out what's happening and it's very normal for all these things to happen. And in my case, I think it's the same with most of us because during that time, because of a lot of hormone hormonal changes and you know all those stuff happening. we become very rebellious everything yeah. that happens we'll be like oh my god yeah. why are they conspiring it, against us exactly it's not just the physical aspect of it it goes it puts a lot of trauma uh, for uh, adolescents during that th- teenage years right um anything that your parents say anything that your teachers or friends say you feel that they're all against you and you go through a lot of things and we are seeing the present generation also going through a lot of things with our cousins and their kids and yeah, stuff like that yeah including sexual frustration exactly it gets to a point where so you're if like, you're oh educated God. well you know how to deal with it yeah. then it would be much much more easier especially in indian indian culture right where um, sex it, is a exactly problem. it's a very different culture from what it's in west where you know teenagers understand sex more and they also indulge in sex yeah, at a much so, earlier uh, age yeah so leave sex you know uh, how what have we thought about you know mas- masturbation yeah. like uh, you're not supposed to do it right but uh, i've heard, i've read in, read in one article that uh, in uk 
some places they actually uh, ask the students to masturbate once mm. every day yeah i mean uh, so that they won't be sexually even frustrated. if you whether you want to encourage or not i'll leave it to them but at least don't discourage by saying that oh you know what um, it has these consequences and god is going to do this i mean i'm just being open about this there are certain friends of mine belonging to certain religious communities they are being they've been taught the saying that you know masturbation is a big sin right yeah. and what happens is this sexual frustration just builds up it has a the psychological effort effects on uh, yeah. these poor kids this happens to everyone if kids you're listening to this you shouldn't but yeah if you're listening to this anyway yeah it's very normal i think you should just talk talk about it to someone some elder it can be your elder brother yeah. it can be an elder cousin um and also important thing is to educate your kids about um you know uh, if you if you educate them they can even understand when someone is trying to sexually harass them yes right yeah. if you talk to if you don't talk about this you keep it hush hush it would be very difficult for these kids to even come and tell you that you know someone did this to yeah. thing to me right that is that's how you should look at it you should not uh, make make it uh, some kind of a sin where they feel guilty for something that someone else has done, done to them and there are there are many many such cases kids just don't talk because their parents have always considered it to be something really uh, bad and they most of the times they don't talk because they think it's normal but exactly. only once they are uh, at an age where they actually get to know how mm. what it was right. is when they figure out what had happened for example the movie the perks of being a wallflower if you watch it you'll get an idea about it so exactly. yeah parents should talk about it to their kids at an appropriate age teachers should talk about it there should be like a freedom uh, between people and community where they can talk openly about sex and everything i mean i don't it. understand this taboo associated with it this is the whole only reason that we are able to reproduce and continue this mankind on this earth by mankind i mean human beings yeah so the thing is like uh, what we are taught uh based on religion most of the times is that you know you have sex only to reproduce but that's not the thing sex is not just for reproduction it's an act participated by both men and women to have pleasure so we shouldn't think of it as just as a process to have kids if you have that kind of a mindset you will be more open about it so yeah i don't think that'll be happening in india so if you're listening to this if you are a parent if you are a brother if you are a sister who you know um who have these younger kids at home i think there there will be an appropriate time to tell them this and don't hesitate to do that it will only enable them to go through this uh, phase a little bit more easier so i think that pretty much winds up our conversation for today yeah so have a good talk with uh, each other discuss it whenever required and educate yourself so that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening in you can find us on all the social media platform as writer and geek and you can email us at hello@writerandgeek.com do send us your feedback let us know how you feel about our episodes and if we can improve on something let us know uh, you know what we can do to make it more interesting yeah and if you find it to be really interesting go rate us on uh, iTunes, uh, iTunes. is it it's apple podcast now oh yeah, yeah so or please- any of the other uh, <laughs> podcasting app app you do yeah just use. go there uh, take 5 minutes rate us 
give a review uh, if you feel we can improve on something do let us know uh, yeah. send us an email if you still don't improve just go and give a bad review on all these apps um, and do not forget about the international podcast day event which we are hosting in bangalore on 28th of uh, september along with hub hopper and um, you know a proud moment for us i think we are also one of the panelists in international podcast day um, representing india so yeah. Uh, yeah two years of podcasting and uh, i think we have come on, come on, come a little bit yes right? this is just the beginning hopefully <laughs> picture to abhi baki hai mere dost <laughs> hey thank you so much for listening and until next time bye bye